0: Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew bring you the latest in the Bears experience. I'm uncle, and I'm nephew. And we're talking
1: bears. Oh, Today we got Brad Jr. with us. What's up, man? Yo, yo, from the sunny state of California. Chicago's always in my heart, though. Man. It's only right. It's only right. And you make sure.
2: And you make sure while you're out there to let those. Uh, all the teams that, that are surrounding you and the fake fans that come from all across the world to pretend that they actually like the teams that are out there with you. I, before we get into this, I remember when you first got out to California and um, we were there and we and I was out there with you for the start of the season and Bears opened up the season against the Packers. Where did all those doggone Packers fans come from? Please, you live in California, explain it to me. Please help the bushes, understand the trees. how Packers fans from little Green Bay. I don't even know anyone from Green Bay. I don't know anyone from Green Bay. How do they get Packers fans in California?
1: Because people ride bandwagons, man. That's cool. We well, no, think... don't do no bandwagons around here. We only only monsters of the midway.
2: I remember what the name of that bar was. I'm not gonna say it. I remember we need to go back there.
1: Yes. Um and actually all of that bar our Bears closed. closed. The closed. bar's gone. They're no longer a Packers bar. The Lord has done his work. And, uh, <laughs> shut them down. There <laughs> we go. Absolute.
0: Absolutely. Hey, let's let's dive into it. So, man, it's been a long time. Uh, season three is the season that died. So welcome to season four. Game one. Game one. San Francisco 49ers. Everybody gave us not a chance, but no. we three believe everybody gave us not a chance. But it didn't matter because guess what? We took care of business,
2: we took care of business. We got we and you know what the, the the best thing of it, that's to me that's that's gonna be our culture for the season. I think that's the attitude we need to have our team needs to have going in. Nobody expects us to do anything. The pressures are go out there. we got young guys trying to make a name for themselves, and to be honest with you, the way things look to me, I think we'll continue to 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 get better. I don't um. These are these are the first snaps of the season of course they, they play some preseason but they're going against second stringers third stringers now they're going against um you know the, the starting talent against these other teams and they're making adjustments they're making adjustments so we came out kind of slow to, to start the game off but I'm seeing some some really promising things coming from us man I'm, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving what I'm seeing
0: I, I'm loving it too I, I I have to admit that at the beginning it reminded me of the Nagy offense I mean we spent a half. Uh, And we couldn't do anything. And Fields was under duress. Um, Even though, you know, we only gave up two sacks, he was under duress. He was under serious pressure. Um, They were run blitzing Montgomery. Um, He couldn't get out of the backfield. And, you know, this is a tough defense because usually uh, Demo, if he gets hit, hit, getting hit in the backfield is not a big deal for him. Right. Right? Uh, They were sending eight. And nine, to stop him, to make sure he did not get ahead of steam and get going. Uh, because they knew he was our number one offensive weapon. And uh, you know what? It's a good. It was a good plan. It almost worked. In, in the Nagy era, it would have worked. We would have collapsed. We would have become undisciplined. Um, and worst of all, we wouldn't have played chess. We wouldn't have used their strategy against them but in that second half you know what I, what i love we didn't have to do a lot but we had to score
2: right
0: you know and all we needed was a few big plays and that's what we got and right. we got them because you know when we faked the ball to demo their whole defense came <laughs> right. right i mean their whole defense game yes. and and if you think about the second touchdown when fields turned and, and and fake the pitch it wasn't even a great pitch fake i mean right. it, it it was it wasn't even a good sell he just he faked the pitch the demo wasn't it wasn't a good sell it was it was it was just barely okay sell but the entire defense went with <laughs> went with with the fake right. you know he turned around and um eq uh, uh st brown who 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 normally is blocking who had one catch all day? That touchdown. Uh, he's running. He's streaking for the end zone on a on a on a, a, a corner post. Right. And that's it. And yeah. we go up. That's all we needed was the two with two kick two um two touchdowns. I said two kicks. We'll come to that later.
2: Right. And you know what? Yeah, right. Um, but with that, and I was I was seeing the same thing. Uh, feeling the feeling the uh the the naggy. Uh, spirit in, in in the room, um, but what I can say is all I kept saying we're, we're running. And they know Demo is our number one um, option. We know he's our number one option. Fine, but there are times in the game, run, run, run. And you see nothing's working. Take a shot. There, you'll catch them off guard because they're not expecting you to use your weapons like that, and they, they don't know when when it's coming. So I feel like after you run, run, run so many times, Demo's not going anywhere. But they know this is our guy. We just got to catch them off guard. And I feel like if we just give ourselves some opportunities, the defense played well. So um, the fact that we were slow on offense in the beginning, it, it didn't hurt us. The defense wasn't giving up anything. Um, so that was good. On Demo, though, I do have to say this. Khalil Herbert ran the ball pretty well. Five yards a clip running, running the football. And something that I noticed, Demo keeps leaving his feet in the backfield. Gets the ball, jump, jump cut, jump cut. Let the play develop. Go to the play side. Wait for some of those holes to open up. Khalil Herbert picked up five yards of carry on, on similar similar run plays. The same the same offense, the same line, the same, the same runs. You get what I'm saying? But to me, he allowed the plays to develop. He goes to the play side and he lets those guys get out there and block for him. The O-line actually looked great as um our California brethren. Uh let us know. that the offense is that the O-line, which was our was the vein of our existence the last couple of seasons, actually played well. And I feel like you know, of course there's some there's gonna be some growing pains and Demo's is our number one option and he you he, know they'll jail as the season goes on. But I think that I noticed that from Demo, Leaving his feet by the time you hit the ground, those defensive guys have filled their gaps again. Now that gap that was there for you, if you would have went to the play side, it's not there anymore. You don't have those options for the cutback. But aside from that, I think we did well. I think we did well. I think yeah. the, like I said, it's growing pains. We just have to allow the game to develop. And um, like you said, we got the W, man, the defense. As usual, this is Chicago. If the defense can keep us in games, we have talented guys. Justin Fields is talented. We have weapons. You get what I'm saying? So once we're able to get the pieces jailing um, together, I think we're going to be dangerous. I honestly. think
0: so, too. I, I'm not worried about Demo. I, I really think that it was a lot of factor of them scheming, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the, the phoneticness they attacked when he got the ball. I don't think they attacked as much when Herbert was back there. Um, and that was kind of allowed Herbert to get a hole there. I believe, you know, they, their, their attitude was Demos not coming out of the backfield. Right. Cause cause he's not going to carry our guys. Right. Um, and, and that's smart. You know what? That's the smart football. Um, so, but I think what was even smarter football though, was the patience. I love the patience by Luke Getzey. Sitting, waiting, waiting, almost suckering them to after the second half before he made his changes and and made his adjustments. Because once I make my adjustments in the second half, you don't get another 30-minute break to figure out what I just did to you. And I really think that's what happened. I think he's sitting there, and he could have made his adjustments earlier, but playing chess instead of checkers, he's like, man, why would I want to show that? Right. I don't, I'm not gonna show that. Let you come on out the second, come on out the the the, the, the locker room thinking I got these guys. Right. And 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 go ahead and, and send nine. Right. And I go when I when I get the ball to to, to uh demo. But let's be honest, that first touchdown, Justin Fields, the ball was hiked on the 49. Fields ran back past our own 30 came back up into the high forties and threw that ball across the field. He ran 40 yards, 50 yards in the backfield. I don't think it was quite that much, but it was definitely, (laughs) it was definitely, it it was definitely a lot.
1: And I think, I think what people don't, people don't realize about that play is how difficult that escape was. He had, he had, um, a 49ers defensive end coming around Larry Borum on the right side he had a defensive tackle coming around Braxton Jones on the left and they were pincering him in the backfield and he just disappeared did some Houdini stuff and then popped up 10 yards in the clear and both of them were laying on the ground it was like absolute absolute incredible play from Justin Fields just to escape that sack I think there's maybe three or four guys in the league that can even pull that off
0: yeah And, and I don't know if all of them have the 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 patience and wisdom once they pull that off to slow down take a deep breath you're now wide open and so is someone else see your receiver wide open on the other side of the field. And instead of doing what our dear old friend, sexy Rexy would have done, Rex Grossman, fire the ball with all his might because yay. And, you know, we know how those plays went. Musa Muhammad would come back to the huddle angry. It's like I'm (laughs) wide open. Why, you know, he slowed down and he just softly gently lobbed it over to him and Pettis intelligently just, just tucks and catches it with his arms and his body because, you know, if, if they make the connection it's six points right. and, you know, he makes sure it's an easy throw to get under and Pettis makes sure he secures the ball before he looks and runs. And, you know, uh, um, but that's the team we are now. I look and I, I, I know we have less than five penalties, including the preseason. I mean, we aren't getting penalties. That's a sign of a disciplined team. And we didn't fall apart. We
2: yeah. used to get killed on penalties.
0: Oh, my God. Penalties. We lose 100 yards in penalties. Yeah. That, 100, that's 100 yards you got to reproduce with your offense. Yeah. And if your offense is struggling and you go backwards 100, <laughs> now you got to go forwards 400 to have a decent day. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> – but, but it's discipline, and they really have – these guys are just – and, and you know, I remember the sentence from – you remember the Giants. Uh, and if you remember the Giants and the sentence from the Giants that um, – uh, I forgot their quote. Tom Kaufman discipline men win championships. That was his uh, quote. And, you know, you, if you remember – uh, that was when the, the players' union was going to sue the Giants because Coughlin was locking the door to a meeting 19 minutes before the meeting started because he expected everyone there 20 minutes early. And, and you know, that was the year that the Giants snuck into the playoffs as the lowest seed in the entire NFL and took out the 18-0 Patriots and just prove what a disciplined team can do. We've got talent and we're disciplined where that makes us very, very dangerous. You know, speaking of the talent, we haven't had a conversation about what our new uh, African-American Christian, wonderful GM has done, uh, uh, Mr. Ryan Poles. And uh, you know, I mean, this has been one heck of an off season. We've had a uh, I think 32 new faces on the roster now versus last year. Um, and honestly, he hasn't spent a lot of money. He really hasn't spent a lot of money. As a matter of fact, he saved a lot of money. So so we're, we are, um, next year we're gonna be in phenomenal financial position. We'll have more than hundred million in cap space. And we keep adding talent and we still are gonna have hundred million in cap space. Um, Brad, why don't you give us some over an overview of uh, uh, you know, what Paul's did to get us where we are today?
1: Yeah, no, he's been he's been really frugal, really thrifty on the free agent wire. He's been phenomenal uh, on the waiver wire, um, and and he's he's offloaded a ton of of large contracts that we had, um, that we we really thought we were going to be carrying for a little while, like Khalil Mack and such. So um I think the biggest thing is that he didn't overspend in free agency. Um we had something like 20 million in cap space at the start of this free agency, if I recall correctly. So it wasn't like we didn't have any money to spend, but um the signings that we did start picking up, everybody was like, Oh, Christian Kirk and you know, Devonte Adams trade for him and DK Metcalf and everything, you know. Um and he didn't he didn't bite on none of that. And everyone was like, oh, he's not doing anything to help. He's not doing anything to help. And then we saw how the draft played out. We picked 11 rookies, which is an enormous draft class, just a huge infusion of youth and depth.
0: Yeah. Let, me, let me interrupt you on that and realize we started with four picks was it four started with four picks before we traded mac
1: yeah true yeah we got a couple for
0: 11 mac. rookies yeah and, so that's and the rookies are making a difference the late right.
1: round rookies you've got the fifth round dominique robinson a sack and a half just one-on-one beat mike mcglinchey and trent williams in the same game off the defensive end a dude who's basically never played defensive end for more than what two seasons i want to say um and then you've got uh, Braxton Jones, who's starting at left tackle, protecting Fields' blind side. You've got Ebner returning is to kicks. Stop
0: Nick Bosa.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, like, that's, that's a huge contribution from your rookie class already, just in week one. Uh, Brisker, Kyle, uh, Kyler Gordon, both holding it down. That defense surrendering only 10 points. So, um, huge contribution there. And then on the waiver wire, uh just Don't forget our punter,
0: picks. our punter. Don't forget yeah. our punter. Oh, yeah.
1: Tristan, uh Trenton Gill, the Trenton punter. Gill. Um, so yeah, so we've had tons of contributions from the rookies, which obviously that's inexpensive, especially considering that most of them were late round, getting paid very, very small, you know, pennies compared to what most of these teams are starting with. Um, and then on the waiver wire and free agency, I always heard Bill Belichick um he would always say that the teams that were loudest in free agency uh, were doing it wrong, essentially. Like that was, that was kind of his overarching philosophy, right? So you watch the Patriots, the Patriots don't pick up splash free agents. You watch, you know, some of these top teams, you know, the chiefs, they're not adding big pieces in free agency. Who is, who's doing that? Like the Redskins, the Jaguars, like that's, do you really want to be emulating them? Miami. <laughs> um, well, Miami this year is, is, has built up a little bit of something, but they've done it through the draft and polls committed to building our team through the draft and he's followed through. And then um, the waiver wire, he's found some really great gems on the waiver wire, Alex Leatherwood, a first round pick just one year ago. Um, and we see the work that this team and these coaches have done with Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum having our offensive line graded as one of the top offensive lines in the league as a unit um, after just one week of this. So imagine when they have some reps, when they have some experience, when they're able to gel and really know each other a season down the line, even um, that's, that's, that's huge. And
0: uh, let me jump in. And one of the guys that I, uh, that, that everybody seems to hate, but I seem to enjoy uh, Sam Mustafer. Oh. He played center the whole game. Everybody's down on musty, but I will say this. Uh, when he first came out on that Bears team, and the, the the line was horrible, and we were getting murdered, and they pulled him off the practice squad, and ended up starting him um, a short time later, the line improved. And I'm gonna say, it's something about that guy. He is not the most talented guy in the league. We know that, but there's something about that guy that feels didn't get sacked up the middle. He gets it. Right. He gets it. He, he gets understands what the, he's
1: supposed to be the, doing.
0: The sack didn't come from the middle. We, you know, he may not be the greatest, but uh, I think they were right to keep him. And, hey, he got his job done. Zero sacks uh, against yep. the 49ers front four. What are you going to say? And right. they blitz, you know, zero sacks, even with the blitzes. He, he He's not getting fooled on the blitzes. You know, right. um, he's a 300 pound man you know you you you, he's gonna be in your way he's gonna slow you down all right
1: yeah we we just need to see we just need to see some consistency from that O line some reps get to play it out uh like like so's was saying um just just keep drilling and keep getting them game speed reps and and let these young guys get some experience and and start to build up and we're gonna see some we're gonna see some things from them
0: One of the things I really want to see, and I think that it's going to come, I don't know what game, but there's going to come a game where Tevin Jenkins is going to be so much better than the guy in front of him that he's going to be planting that guy 10 yards back and Demo is going to go crazy along with Khalil Herbert, where where it's going to be stupid for us to pass. We're picking up so many yards on the ground. It's coming one one it's coming it wasn't the 49ers they don't play that but it's gonna happen where because Jenkins is is a bull and I think the way that they they grew him up as a young man and they grew him up through adversity. I mean, you know he went from being hey hey you're the star to man I don't know if you're gonna make this team and I don't and you're definitely not our tackle so let's see. But then when they gave him that opportunity for a right guard, man, he stepped up and he's playing like a man possessed. And that's what you need. You want your 320-pound bull to play like a man possessed if you're going to win some football games. So I I, I really like what Iberflus has done um, and, and polls, you know, just saying, hey, you know, nobody gets a free ride. Earn your job. And you don't get the job because I, I drafted you. You don't get the job because I grabbed you out of free agency because, you know, Borum and, and, and Jenkins, if you just were going to do it on, yeah, well, they they brought in free agents to replace them, and they won their jobs. So the, the bottom line with this group is best player plays. And that right. sets a tone for the whole year. Best player plays. You know, look over your shoulder. Are you the best player? If not, you're not going to play. You better do right. some work. You better get there. Get the work in. And I think even with Leatherwood, great pickup, phenomenal pickup. That's awesome. You know, they, they're they giving him a month to get his act together so he can get some field time. I really right. believe, like Jenkins, they're like, okay, we need to work on you, your body, and what you're doing. So he's got a month off, basically, for what, what did they say he had, a mono or something like that? I mean, mono. But, you know, but I'm not saying that he doesn't have mono, but I'm sure, yeah, they're using this month to fix his head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and, and just Poles, like
0: with Jenkins, you know, whatever Poles. little thing he had, they're like, OK, look, we're going to get your head straight.
1: Yeah. But, and Pose when he came in, I really expected him to fix the O-line. Uh, he was an offensive lineman himself, so I know he sees stuff on tape. I know he understands what that's like to be in the trenches to have to to eat right to be in the weight room the right way to be taking care of your body the correct way um in order to be successful at this level. Um I understand that that that's something that he's going to be laser focused on when you look at the acquisitions that he has directed the chiefs to making in the past. He is he's he's been on point with his scouting of the offensive line, especially in the later rounds, as Braxton Jones is proving right now. Um, so it's good to see the fruit of that faith starting to bear out. And it's good to see that the Bears uh, management isn't interfering with the front oh, office's ability to do their job.
0: Oh, I love all of that. And the fact that, uh, I mean, even though you go back to, and I've got to give the Bears management all the credit in the world in this situation. They even, I think it was McCaskey that met polls at the airport instead of sending a car, just, yep. just that level of respect, you know, and, and it, it, I, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to go over Here's I, no joke. So well, 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 but, but <laughs> hear what I'm saying. It's That's kind of minute. a black thing. Cause I've talked to some of my white friends and they're like, well, why didn't he send a limo? and i was like no as a brother when the owner comes to pick you up <laughs> you're like it feels different it feels like yeah. oh i'm special <laughs> right. you know and you know that that's and, and i think that was a that was huge and then we got him and uh, everybody a lot of guys wanted a lot of teams wanted him you know? minnesota almost got him yeah we got him and i think we got the best 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 manager that was out there and I think he's proven that because honestly, even I was doubting what he was doing with the offensive line. I just said, "Well, I guess he didn't address it," <laughs> you know. It yeah. kind of felt that way. But then he was still picking up offensive linemen all the way until the beginning of week one. Yeah. And then we get out there, and he's obviously communicating with Iberflus and Flus is telling him, "Hey, I can I can work with this guy. I can bring more out of this guy. You bring yeah, me man. this guy, we're good." Right, you know, because I I didn't think our offensive line. Pro- I'm not saying we're perfect, but dang, we faced right. a great front four and we played a heck of a game. I said it before the game started. I said I would accept three sacks against these guys and consider it not bad. Two, one, or zero is really good. Right, and it was two. Yeah, I'm you right. know, it was two. And uh, you know what? If you can only sack our quarterback twice a game, you're going to have some problems. Yeah. You, you're going to have some problems, and the run the run game will come. The run game will come. It it'll come, um, especially as we begin to hit our receivers more downfield. You can't see if you go ahead. And Justin is starting to see it. If, if you're dumb enough to send your safeties up, okay, because right. <laughs> right. we've got speed. He's got speed, right. at every every receiver has got decent speed, and a few of them are lightning fast. You know, Pringle and Mooney can rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, and yeah.
1: Jones, man, when you see him out there, he's right, he's, right. Yeah, he's not out there yet. He, so, he, that he, dude he, runs a 428 or 428, like four, 431. I thought it was a like 431,
0: 431. I think it
1: was a 431, but he said after the combine that he could have ran a 428, and he has before. But you'll see in the combine video, like the one that's straight on, you see he uh-huh. runs like all the way to the side of the track. And then he comes, comes back. back to the middle, and he's like, "There's that point zero three seconds right there." Yeah, like, I mean he's going sideways instead of forward.
0: He is he is lightning fast, and yeah, we're gonna find out, and other teams are gonna find out how fast he is. And you know, when you have speed and power, because we got powerful running backs, you got speed on the edge and power up the middle. You know, good luck, good luck. And, and then honestly, our defense. You know, yeah, I, I don't expect them to be as great as they were week one all year. People are going to look at us and figure out weaknesses. Um, but I don't see this as a defense that gives up more than 20 points any game. Now we got Aaron Rodgers coming up. Uh, yeah, and that's going to be the sentence right there. Like, can we go out and do – we don't have to duplicate what Minnesota did – but hold Rodgers to two touchdowns. Hold him to fourteen or seventeen. I mean, hold Give him no touchdowns you can. Yeah, I mean, I love zero. Okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, just just kind of the same thing with the three sacks is right. reasonable. If he gets two touchdowns and a field goal, uh, it, this is an this game is going to come down to the last play. Right. You know, um, and I think it's a completely even game. I think our defense is better than their defense. I think our offensive line, strangely enough, is better than their offensive line right now. With Bakhtiari out, our offensive line is better than theirs. Um, you know, they, they probably have a minor edge, itsy bitsy edge in the receiver room, maybe. Um, maybe, itsy bitsy, maybe. Did you see all those drops? Right. I, I I agree. They're not disciplined. I didn't say in the dis they were disciplined, but I mean, when if if uh, Lazard comes back, that gives that, that that balances that. Lazard has had like a
1: maximum of like what, like forty catches in a season. I'm not scared of him.
0: I'm not scared. I mean, of Mooney
1: is better than all, every receiver on their entire roster.
0: I'm, yeah, but uh, we got a lot of guys that have to reprove themselves, you know. So, which is fine. Man. Which is fine. I mean, EQ just EQ just made it. You realize EQ got a touchdown and his brother got a touchdown within a minute of each other.
1: That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's is. crazy.
0: That is. But their
1: um, family's happy.
0: Yeah, but then when you look, then running backs. I like our running backs over their running backs. Although their running backs are great, they got some good running backs. Whew. I like our running backs over their running backs. We got to pay attention to those guys. Uh, I think our like guys
1: are more versatile, maybe. But in terms of just straight ability, they might have us faded there. Aaron Jones is dangerous, passing, running. He is. Everywhere. He is.
0: He's, he's dangerous. He's a home run threat. I, I, would, I would take our guys over, over their guys, you know. But um, our special teams, yeah. you know, obviously something happened. They changed the grass on Cairo. They changed it. They changed it literally. They changed the side to some. I thought it was a turf, but it's like a Bermuda, that thick, fat grass that you see like down in Florida. They changed it to the Bermuda grass and it held up, but it's obviously changed the uh, kicking. And obviously, that we got He's got a new holder. He was kicking Um, in a monsoon, too. Yeah, but it's Cairo. (laughs) It's It's Cairo. He's going. It's Cairo. I, I still expected him to hit it, but I, I think give him, I give him a pass. <laughs> I give him a pass because there's a lot of factors there, but I I expect him to I don't expect hey, we, to see miss hey, again. Everyone, this year. Hey everyone. Well, hey, we they
2: we always say everyone has everyone's playing in the same weather in the game, so.
0: Right. Well, that's why we figure we're it out. But I
2: give I give him a pass for week one, but I need to see. I want to see twenty five in a row again. And
0: we all want to see that. <laughs> If we're going to win in Lambeau, he's got to hit his field goals and right. his extra points, Right. you know, because that, that's a tough place to win. Yeah. Um, but I think we could do it. Um, man, I'm looking forward to this week. I think, you know, so much good has happened with our team. You know, honestly, and you look back, a lot of our starters stuck. You know, we still have Quinn. We still have Roquan. We still have Johnson. We still have Eddie. We still have uh, – um, Borum and, and and Jenkins, even you know Musty, Mooney's still there, Comet's um, yeah. still there, Fields is still there, and Demo. So we still got a lot of our starters, but I, I think we're a lot better team. You know, there, there's a, the guys that are standing next to him uh, have a claim that they're every bit as good of as they are. And,
2: and, and you know what? I think in sports in general that um the youth that, that you bring in. I mean granted not everybody has the same talent level but there's just something about the youth, the young players that are just being drafted, they want to make a name for themselves. They haven't gotten to get those big contracts yet. You get what I'm saying? So they're trying to make a name for themselves and, and, and all that. And I think to to be quite frank, I feel like a lot of times that's better for the culture of the team than having just the big names because you can have the big names, these people they're gonna get paid for who they are and what they've done in the past. And, and their attitude might not always be what the team needs or, or what can motivate the team. But I feel like when you have a lot of young guys trying to make a name for themselves, you have a couple of veterans maybe lead the way who do have the right attitude, I think that pulls the best out of those young guys because at the end of the day, they're only trying to prove themselves. You get what I'm saying? So we got. Um, so when it's time to put those guys in there, it's like you can, get, you can get the most out of them. And if you see that they just don't have what it takes, okay, but you get the you get the um, the team, the, the atmosphere in the locker room. You get the team all on board. That everybody's out here trying to trying to play hard. You get what I'm saying. So that's the thing that I'm most excited about. That our team is young and we we drafted this way. Um, that's what I'm most excited about. some I, I of these teams off guard with this new young talent. Yeah,
0: I think it's fantastic. I think it comes with the young guys. I heard some. Uh, A conversation about that and about when you have a young team and there's a lot to teach, you're running from drill to drill because you got to get all this stuff in. And it's just a different attitude. You know, uh, I get it when you when you're the veteran that that has earned uh, the the right to do what you're doing. Um, I get that. I remember Dion used to have a Mercedes Benz golf cart that he drove around practice in, Uh, Uh, you know, (laughs) you know, so. (laughs) with big, giant, uh, chrome Mercedes rims on a golf cart and all that, you
2: know. Prime or something
0: else. (laughs) Prime or something else. But like you said, you know, you're, Um, you're, uh, I don't quote Jesse Jackson very often, but I heard him speak at a graduation one time and he said, uh, you never earn the right not to do your best. You can never earn the right not to do your best. And I think that's the attitude the Bears are coming with. Hey, I don't care if you've been in, I don't care if you're Robert Quinn. Right. And you've been here forever. Uh whoever you are, Roquan, you you do your best. Right. Yep. You know,
1: and that's and, and that's I love that they've brought back the loaf system. That's huge for our guys. Like Lovey would always get like dudes running through brick walls for him. And why is that? Because we don't run through a brick wall, people notice. Like, hey. That brick wall still standing there. What you what you doing there, buddy? <laughs> you need to hit that a little harder. And Brian Erlacher was like, "You dang right," and he right. would be straight through that mark the next time. So it's good to see these guys playing hard every play. There's a ton of film that we got to break down and go over. That just is just proof of that. It's just guys attacking downhill, flying to the ball on defense. Uh, offensive players running to the whistle, not giving up on. Deep passing plays, <laughs> Alan Robinson. Um, so, <laughs> you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff that that you can see that 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 hits principle. Um, you know, the hustle, the intensity, um, and then we saw the takeaways, the peanut punch, the interception, Ooh, um, wow. and, then, and then what you guys were talking about earlier, being disciplined, Dude, not that. giving them back in penalties. That's the smarts. So, right. uh, we've seen all four, all four. Elements of the hits principle play out in real time, so I just want to see it, you know, week to week.
0: And, and you got to give credit to our quarterback Fields, Mooney, Komet, who didn't take an off season. I mean, they worked. All we heard all year was they're working out here, they're working out there. These guys are working out here. Um, every, you know, and even 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 uh, Roquan. Roquan was uh, uh, sitting in. He was sitting in on every meeting. You know, he didn't he didn't he, he he had a contract dispute, but he didn't leave the building. He right. got the information, knew what he was doing, knew what his job was. So when uh, 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 when our, our dear San Francisco quarterback thought he was going to get away, <laughs> uh, he was not. He got face planted into Soldier (laughs) Field. He got well acquainted uh, acquainted with the new turf at Soldier Field.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he and he stopped trying to run through people by the end of the game. He was like, "Uh, "This ain't working." (laughs) Not
0: not a career. That's a career limiting move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, running a Roquan straight on is a career limiting move.
1: Right. He's learning. He's learning it.
0: So well, I'm excited. So. I, I think we've all got Bears over Packers next week. I'm gonna say Bears by. I'm gonna go Bears by seven.
2: Yep. I'm with you. Seven. So the Bears twenty-seven to ten. I'm right there. You know what? I'm excited, man. This is and this is the time. The of course the Packers. We always want to beat the Packers. We we live to whoop the Packers. But you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time. It's our time to be the dominant team over them they've had their, they've had their fan of torturing us I think it's over with I think now we have these guys that are going to come in and be committed and that's all it takes man that's all it takes you get guys that want to go out there at the end of the day I'm a man you're a man and we got go to go ahead to here you have to make your plays. I got to make my plays and we're gonna see what happens I think we have the guys that are that they they're not they won't accept losing in that way you get what I'm saying we have guys that are really gonna go out there with every intention of winning the game's not over till it's over, and they play hard. Play hard. And I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think they can, they can beat us in, in that way. I think that the Packers just have those cheese heads, and I think for some reason they think that that's supposed to help them against us.
0: You know what? And I, I have to give. I have to say, it starts to me, and this is an assumption. It starts to me with the McCaskies this time. They take a lot of flack and sometimes deserving of it. But I think this oh. time we had a situation where a guy came into Soldier Field and did a discount double check and said he owned the Bears franchise. And I think the McCaskies, I think that's part of what got both Pace and Nagy fired. Because if you if I own the team and guy walks in and treats my... My, my team with that this much respect and you can't do anything about it, I'm going looking for the next guy. I, I'm like, you're not my guy.
2: You right. know,
0: you took that laying down, you know. I was like, this is, this hey, is a fine I don't know. I don't know. And I agree. I don't know if that was the mindset,
2: but I, I promise you, I hope it works. I hope it works. <laughs> I hope that's I mean, how you I mean, do that, that's how you should do it. It's sports. It's right, football. Right. That's um, how you should do Absolutely. Um, we're not, we're, we don't, we don't, we're, we watch the game. We don't tolerate that. You get what I'm yeah. saying? It's like no. This is Chicago. Imagine- this is our team. It's our home. So absolutely. I don't know. I don't know if you read anywhere if that's a a, a a quoted. You know, I don't know if they said that.
0: I don't I hope, know. If, I really I'm do not saying. Hope I heard that it. that's their attitude. I, I, it, it felt like it to me. I don't yeah. know if it's true, but We're gonna, gonna I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. as a boss, you can't let that go. right. You're right. <laughs> no. You're right. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that mess don't slide man that mess definitely don't slide on 79th i know it don't <laughs> slide on 87 no and it does not slide a soldier field no. you know hey so so we went into this game one game ahead of the green bay packers in the all-time franchise wins list we are number one in the entire nfl all-time wins right now we're up two games right however however I think the media narrative is that Green Bay is going to be angry, they're going to come back This a revenge game. Um and they're going to try to they're going to try to beat up on the Bears. They're going to sit there and think they can take advantage. They got a very strong defense. Um and they don't, you know, we don't have a Justin Jefferson to just pop open and run for a touchdown. Um but what I think what I think the media is not anticipating, what they're not taking into account is that uh the Packers are going to be very one-dimensional, more one-dimensional than they've ever been. They yeah. need their running game now because I think man for man, our secondary destroys their, their receivers, their tight ends, their wideouts. Yeah. They're going to be throwing passes to, to Aaron Jones out of the backfield all game. Yeah, all yeah game. and, and Roquan that, will
0: have that covered. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and and, and uh, I think Aaron Rodgers himself was disappointed that Roquan didn't leave Chicago. I think he said that some something like this. I think
0: week. He said, "I wish he came to Green Bay." All right,
1: right. <laughs> I think he he wishes he was anywhere but about right, to show right. up next week. But, but he literally,
0: I'm pretty sure I saw a quote that said he wished that uh, that Roquan came to Green Bay. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be
1: man if I was on a different team than the Chicago <laughs> Bears. I'd wish Roquan was on my team too. Uh, right. There's not really anywhere that he could go that he wouldn't immediately be the starter. So. Um, you know, that's just that's just the kind of player he is and the impact he makes week to week. So, you know, I just want to see him make that. Um, but you guys, you're very optimistic. Bears by seven. I don't know if we're going to blow him out. I don't know if we're going to be up that much. My official stance is Bears by three, but I think the media stance is probably going to be like minus seven, something like that. So if you want to play some bets, <laughs> it might be a decent one to put some money on, you know, because they're they're really Selling this underdog stick,
0: yeah. they really, really, really believe that uh we are gonna lose. But you know what? I think pretty much we we let's call it. Let's call it. Let's let's close out the conversation because uh, it's pretty much we 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 said what we had to say. We we didn't talk that-
1: about Jay Fields. We didn't talk about Jay Fields once.
0: Yeah, that's not true. We talked about kind of like
1: yeah. briefly mentioned it, but watching him elevate the, that play the and- team. Watching him to put the team on his back, juke people out of their shoes and run off for first downs when it was third, break out of those incredible, tight, guaranteed sack situations and throw touchdowns, gripping the ball in the ring. You could see he was struggling with accuracy, just trying to throw that ball in that downpour. Like, you know, you're talking when he wins. hit EQ. You're tough. Well, yeah, I think I think it that's what I mean, man. He was he was adaptable. He was tough. He was mentally mentally strong. Made sure that he didn't give in to any of the pressure that they were putting in his face and uh and he took advantage of what they tried to do to him in a very calm, composed and professional way. So I think uh I think Jay Fields deserves a lot of props and uh that boy is the truth, man. That boy is the I truth. I agree. And
2: you know what? Of course, they
1: they they put us down in the media. They expect
2: us to lose. And all I was gonna say is, last season was abysmal. Um, I don't think we. I wasn't. I wasn't satisfied with last season. Not even, even though I didn't have um, extremely high expectations last season, um, it, it was not acceptable in any kind of way. And I think what it is is that the media, when they're looking at, they're just looking at the names that they see. We our last season was bad. We've lost Khalil Mack. You know, we don't have these these people that were supposed to be our, our name, our franchise guys, the biggest names we had. But like we were just saying, at the end of the day, it's football. If your team can gel and you can play well together – and you have people that are going to play hard. To me, that's way more important than having one guy who's just extremely good by himself. And I think that's what the media doesn't account for. Um, they know that even when fans are watching, fans are going to know the big names most of the time. Uh, when you have your real football connoisseurs, they'll know about the uh, college players and who's coming out. But I think for the most part, man, are just looking at it like, hey, they lost their biggest name. Last season was bad. It's only year. You all were speaking on um, Poles and Ibra Flutes. I think these guys are really in there dedicated. I think the guys we have coming in um, new to the team, I think they're dedicated, and I think it's just clicking for us. So I know you're saying three points with the Packers, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised, man, because at the end of the day, it's all about what you're going to put out on the field on a a Sunday, and I like what our guys are are, are doing right now. I don't think that the Packers or – like you said, until they're able to see some more film on us and more tape, I don't think they're ready for us right now. So I think we can still uh, potentially catch them off guard, and I think we will win by about 7 to 10 points. That's my prediction. I'm going to make my bets in the game. Well, I hope, I hope you're right. I absolutely think you're right. Dude, if you don't want to make I, any internal bets, I'm going 7 to 10. I'll take your I, bet on 3. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I'm I, on I board. Think that, uh, I think that for sure the Packers aren't ready. I mean, they, they weren't ready for the Vikings. Right. They didn't play a competitive game of against the Vikings, and I have yet to prove that the Vikings are better than the 49ers or offer a more difficult challenge. When we looked right. at – I kind of looked past Seattle as a proving ground, but Geno Smith and those guys took it to Russell Wilson and, you know, what they said, oh, the Broncos are ready for the Super Bowl. Broncos weren't ready for the 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 uh, uh, the Seahawks. And Geno Smith was uh, uh, still trying to win the starting job as quarterback as we beat him up. He was playing his heart out, you know, so uh, no, you know, they, they, they're not ready for us. They're going to be surprised in a bad way. And they're not as disciplined as we are right now. And I think when you have man for man, man for man, teams are about even. And when you got two teams that are about even and one team is hungry and disciplined and the other's. A little fat and undisciplined. Right. That's game. That's Fair game. Damn.
1: It, it might it give, it be might, it might any be given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Absolutely. Any this given Sunday. All uh, right. Hope hopefully
2: so. and this weekend we got Steaman, Willie Beeman, and his invisible juice at quarterback for us.
0: <laughs> basically, man. Basically. <laughs> right. All right.
2: All right. Well, I'm Uncle. And I'm nephew.
1: I'm son. <laughs> And we're talking bears.